uh, last week the Grammys took place. Uh, did you watch any of the Grammys? Did you catch any of them? I only watched a little bit, man. Um, I just didn't uh, feel like I wanted to be a part of the Grammys as well as some of these other artists who didn't show up. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was probably the one of the bigger uh, narratives of the Grammys was that a lot of the people didn't show up, uh, especially a lot of the big names uh, didn't didn't go through there. So let's kind of go over what, what went down at the Grammys, what we liked, what we didn't like. And before we even talk about the Grammys, let's – you know, started off by saying "fuck the Grammys." Pretty much, <laughs> it's pretty much "fuck the Grammys," man. Uh, that's kind of that's kind of where we're at in today's standard, just due to the fact that real music, um, well, at least from the hip hop standpoint, is not being recognized. Um, you know, there was there was at least some some light at the end of the tunnel, I would say, with Gambino uh, making hip hop history, making history in general for the first rap song. A hip hop song to take song of the year, so that's that's crazy dope, I think. But he wasn't there to accept it, so uh, <laughs> that's just yeah. enough right there. Yeah, definitely. So you know, fuck the Grammys it goes back to to the days of uh, when Wu Tang lost in the Grammys, and Old Dirty Bastard just showed up on the stage there. The KD Lang scared. I remember that talking about Wu Tang is for the children. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Uh, and then uh, the second part of Fuck the Grammys was when uh, Beyonce got passed up for the award. Beck won Album of the Year, and Kanye got upset and went up on the stage a couple of years ago. And it's kind of led uh, to this. So uh, prior to this year's Grammys, no hip-hop uh, no hip hop album or song or record has ever won Record of the Year, Song of the Year, or Album of the Year, despite many classic albums being up for nominations over the past 20 years. Uh, you know, we're talking about albums by Lauryn Hill not winning any awards, uh, Outkast not winning any awards, and uh, Eminem nominated multiple times in the Grammys, also n- never winning any of those awards there. But this year, stuff did change, right? Uh, Childish Gambino, a.k.a. Donald Glover, wins Song of the Year and Record of the Year. First time a hip-hop art- artist gets either of those awards. And he's not there to accept them. I, don't, I think he probably caught as much of the ceremony as you did, man. <laughs> for real <laughs> and that's the wild part about it man but it, it's it's it makes sense based on the overall grand scheme of how the Grammys is kind of owned and ran by a bunch of older white people who don't understand music um, so yeah they know that they have to do it because uh, we talked about this rap is the most consumed uh, music form in today's modern game and it still has the least amount of uh, representation. And that's that's the right. issue to begin with. And, uh, you know, Drake went on. He, he won an award for Scorpion or for God's Plan. And, uh, you know, he goes on there and he fucking cut him. <laughs> <'Cause> he <laughs> <the same> <laughs> yeah, he said, he said something along the lines of, you know, we don't, we don't keep score here like they do in the NBA. It's a popularity contest. And these awards don't mean shit as long as you get people showing up to your shows and get support from your fans. These words don't mean anything. And then he got cut off. They went straight to commercial on his ass. They just said, yep. (laughs) (laughs) And it's crazy because, you know, I'm I'm happy for Cardi B just because Cardi B um, does at least represent the females in today's game as well. And she pulled home the rap album of the year, but it feels still like a snub in the fact that we have, Albums like the Black Panther album, 
uh, Nipsey Hustle victory lap and Mac Miller swimming also in competition. And I feel yeah. at least those three albums were much better than Cardi B's album. And I didn't get any popularity. Yeah, and Daytona's in there. And all that's based on popularity. None of that is based on the content of actually what is being released because the other albums had way better content as well. But I think it's just the uh, the popularity contest. And Cardi B is, is a kind of like a... Uh, uh, national treasure to white people. They love the ratchetness, and they love to see how you know she be popping off and everything like that. So I think all that has to play into it. Yeah. So obviously they're pandering, right? They're trying to to make things right uh, from the past days of Grammys so white and Grammys so male, right? So they're just trying to to right a couple of wrongs there by giving it to Cardi B, who's you know her album was all right. I mean it was popping in the streets, but. Let's not even pretend like that's the best female hip-hop album of the last five years that's come out. I believe Nicki's been up for nomination for that category a couple times. She didn't get it. She must be on her medication because I don't hear her crying about it right now. Uh, <laughs> she's, probably, she's probably taking a break, man. She's, she's tired of uh, all the bullshit. And, you know, they, they, pit each, they pit both of them against each other anyway, so the shit's funny. Um, right. What do, you, what do you think about uh, Kendrick? pulling another dud man i think he's had roughly about almost like 15 grammy nominations in the last like five years and hasn't gotten one do you think that like hurts yeah. his legacy any or how, how do you view that i don't think it really affects his legacy any uh in terms of being validated by by the recording academy by i guess his peers in the industry Obviously, must mean a little bit to him, but this motherfucker won a Pulitzer Prize. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so who wins the Grammy? Grammy? Who does it? Who wins the Who wins the Pulitzer and doesn't win a Grammy though? That's where the bullshit lies. Like, come on, man. Pulitzer yeah, is like I, a fucking huge deal, and right. He can't. He can't get a Grammy. Right. It's like only usually jazz musicians only win the Pulitzer. But Kendrick won the Pulitzer. It's one of the biggest prizes that a writer in this country can get. But you can't get one of those prizes for a musician to get. So I don't really understand where the bias is coming. Why, you know, his albums have all been critically acclaimed. Black Panther soundtrack, critically acclaimed. Uh, you know, Damn, critically acclaimed. One of the top albums of the year. Didn't win anything either. Uh, to Pimp a Butterfly, probably acclaimed as one of the top albums of this decade, and I'm sure we'll touch on that topic as we go on through the episodes here. But, yeah, it's a shame that they're not recognizing him. Uh, obviously, you know, lyrically, he's he's the biggest rapper out there. He's He's got a message that, that he likes to convey through his music. But, unfortunately, the Grammys uh, just kind of don't give a shit about him, and he don't give a shit either because he didn't show up to the ceremony either. Uh, in all due respect, he did win the Grammy for King's Dead, right? He was on that track. Yeah, yeah, we we can we can give him that one. So yeah, thankfully okay. he did win one. I mean, for best rap performance, it wasn't even on the the TV show there. I don't think anyone showed up except for J Rock. He's up there all by himself holding up the two trophies because uh, that award actually tied with Anderson Pack for Bubbling. So yeah, least, shout out, shout out, Andy, man. man. Shout out to Andy for finally getting him one too. I think that's well deserved. Um, should have been in there for more more conversation than just the rap performance, but definitely shout out to An- Anderson Pack and 
and his team for pushing out and getting getting bubbling on, and people now know a little bit more of who Anderson Pack is, so that's dope at least. So I yeah, think it's been starting to make some headway a little bit, but the, the Grammys are still a long way from, from saying, like, hey, we got the best music, especially in the hip-hop side of it, and uh, actually recognizing those, those artists. Luckily, they don't give a fuck. I think they care more about BET Awards than they would for the Grammys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, they definitely did. Um, I mean, I, any award that Post Malone's nominated for, I don't want to win anyway. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but let's kind of go back to the Grammys. Uh, and You know, we're talking about fuck the Grammys. Obviously, though, it is a big deal. And obviously, there is some, you know, validation that you can get by winning these awards. Let's talk for a second. Let's go back to, to Donald Glover, Childish Gambino. Yeah. You know, where does he stand in terms of this generation of artists? Uh, not necessarily music. You know, he's killing the TV game. He's killing the movie game. He's, he's about to be the king, Simba, coming up yep. here. Yep. I mean, is would you have to put him in the topic of, like, voice of a generation? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, when you when you look back to all the artists who've also done the same thing um, in that same retrospect where they're doing a lot of things, there's actually probably uh, uh, only a handful that I can't even think of right off the top of my head right this second who even have that type of that type of level of um, work that that they could put together. And it's crazy because yeah, as like you said, he's dominated. The, the guy has done I, I forgot what they call it, but it's almost like a it's like the triple crown of just entertainment he's won right. uh, he's won a grammy he's won an oscar and he's also won a uh emmy. A, what an emmy an emmy yes so he, he he's you you've got to say he's a generational once in a lifetime kind of uh treasure that definitely needs to be respected in the game by far and that put to me that puts him in the upper echelon right away i mean uh, you're not going to hear uh, Jay-Z getting that type of a- accolade. You're not going to hear Beyonce getting that type of accolade or anybody else, really, for that matter. And he, he's doing it in multi-facets. And that's why I, I, I respect him that he don't give a fuck, because why? Uh, he, he's got his hands in so yeah. many things that it doesn't even matter. And, and not only that, he's making influential uh, works as as it stands. He's doing He's doing great things when it comes to, like, the show Atlanta. Atlanta is one of the best. Uh, show that I've I've seen yeah. recently for sure, and definitely acclaimed in 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 the writing itself is just out of this world extraordinary. Um, and then you got his other acts that he's done and everything like that. You put him together with his directing for the video with This Is America, and you almost had to you almost had to say, damn, this shit is this shit is like at the top, and you really can't fuck with him, man. You, you really can't. He's on his own level. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't seem like he can do anything wrong. Uh, j- just at the surface level, as a as a musical performer, you know, as a singer, dancer, he's he's top level at, at all of those things. As an actor, uh, but then the behind the behind the scenes shit is kind of really where he excels the most. So he's the main writer on Atlanta, along with his brother. Um, he writes all of his own music, and then the team around him is top notch as well. So. You know, uh, in terms of Atlanta, you've got Hiro Murai, who's the, the director of most of the episodes. This guy started out as a, a music video director for Earl Sweatshirt and Chance the Rapper and Childish Gambino. He's, you know, directed and written on most of Atlanta along with Donald. And then on the musical end, 
his musical partner Ludwig uh, Göransson, who also uh, made Grammy history by winning Score of the Year because he scored Black Panther and Song of the Year because uh, he wrote This Is America along with with Donald there. So the team behind him is top notch as well. Um, it's just going to be incredible to, to see the next moves that they make, including this next uh, movie slash album hybrid kind of deal that they're coming out with with Guava Island uh, sometime this year. Yeah, starring Rihanna, you know, that's kind of crazy to get her in there as well. And yeah. you know, he's, tap- he's tapping into his star power, and everybody knows how big uh, Rihanna is. So, I mean, he, he's he's taking it to the next level, and he's also bringing other people who want to do those kind of things into the fold and, and just growing that whole process. It, it's, it's really crazy to see that. And I think with, uh, you know, 2019, that's going to open a lot of doors for him. And I think he's going to run it for the next decade at least. Um, where he's going to have, and hopefully he stays with the music. I know you said he's kind of wanting to step away from it to focus more on, on the uh, the actor side, the directing side, and everything like that. But I just think the overall work itself is gonna it's gonna speak for itself. And I think he's gonna make more influential, not only just music, but just just visual works in in general when it comes to all of those things that he's that he's put his hands into. And I, I think as a musician, like as myself being a DJ, you know, you always want to touch different things. You want to produce. You want to uh, make your own tracks and everything like that. He's doing all of the above. And I think that's where he is just setting himself apart from even the, the top echelon, uh, not not even just hip-hop artists, but artists in general. Yeah, most definitely. I mean, he definitely has the capability of, of being at the upper echelon of all of that stuff. And then his ability to, to build the right team of putting, you know, all-stars around him. Obviously, he, this is the beginning of, of him building an empire, you know. The Donald Glover brand is on the rise. Uh, yeah, as you had briefly there mentioned, you know, he's talking about stepping away from music. The the tour he just did, they were saying that's the last Childish Gambino tour. And I was kind of just thinking, uh, as, as a great way to segue into our next topic here, he recently sued his record label. So, obviously, I think the musical direction, he'll probably just start putting out music under his own name, under Donald Glover, and not Childish Gambino, because apparently he doesn't own the rights to the Childish Gambino name. That's all under the label. He doesn't own his masters. He's suing the label for that. So, it brings us into an interesting topic of of owning your masters, what it means, why it's important, and how it's being used against people uh, in the industry, and specifically the musical industry. Yeah, and that's that's a big topic, at least that what we've been talking about um, over the last couple of years, and specifically over the last couple of months because of what we've seen. Run them jewels fast. Run them, run them jewels fast. Run them, run them, run them, run them, run them. Fuck the slow mo. That's a slave, you protested to get in a fucking look book. Everything I scribbles like the anarchist book book. Look good, posing in a center for the cookbook. Black on black on black, wave the ski mask, that is my crook book. How you like my styling, bruh? Ain't nobody smiling, bruh. About to turn this motherfucker up like Rikers Island, bruh. Put my thuggers and my cripples and my blooders and my brothers. When you niggas gon' unite and kill the police motherfuckers. Or take over a jail, get them CO's hell. The burning of that sofa, goddamn, I love the smell. Like it's the pillow torching. Where the fuck do 
warden. And when you find them, we don't kill them, we just waterboard them. We killing them for freedom, cause they tortured us for boredom. And even if some good was that, fuck it, the Lord will sort them. We, we out of order, your honor, you out of order. This old court is unimportant, you fuckers are walking corpses. I'm a flip wig synonym, living within distortion. A bite into a cyanide molar before you wars win. I'm a New Yorkie and I'm fucked for the jump. I wear my Yankees so tilted, I actually walk with a hunch. Look at Mikey, I think he's Mikey, we are sinister sons. Hey, we the type of type to preach you with a grin and a dinner. Come on, come on. Come on. Visiting. My solitary conditions preventing conjugal visits. Domain and missing my missus. They keeping me from my chilling conditions. Create a villain. The villain is giving vision. The vision becomes a vow to seek vengeance on all the vicious liars and politicians. Profiteers of the prisons. The forehead engravers and slavers of men and women. Including members of clergy that rule on you through religion. So strip your kids to the nude and then tell them God will forgive them. Give them. Motherfucker, you should celebrate, celebrate My mind is gone, I thought I could keep it wrong I thought I could keep it safe Clearly you see nothing wrong, nothing wrong Spoke to God, God told me trust my gut My gut saying fucking all Drown in liquor, drive your car Nigga, this shit make no sense, sense I turn into dollars, now these bitches wanna holler All these bitches is a problem Problems I can live with, problems I can deal with Best not have no baby mom's wifey gonna take her off I gotta go, I made up my mind Won't change it, no Falling behind, won't let it show But I had to decide I'm on the road, yeah, I'm on the road I gotta go I made up my mind, won't change it, no 
I've fallen behind, won't let it show But I had to decide I'm on the road, yeah, I'm on the road, yeah I, got I told you, I told you so By the look in your eyes, you don't care Not a single fuck Understand that I'm thinking about you, I'm thinking about you I can different your friends around you, your friends around you And you don't even recognize it, don't recognize it Baby, this shit is agonizing, it's agonizing Said I've been acting different, but you the one who changed We done grew apart, we ain't in the same lane No janitor to come and pick up the shit Instead of fixing shit, you just picked up your ass and dipped um, I'm not surprised, I can see it in your eyes Back then you were something like a million dollar prize But now you trash, hopey To show you what I didn't do Bring the heat in the can, uh Got me chained like a Rockefeller Bling plow, iced out, I'm such a lucky fella Please don't try to polish the curse No matter how you put this breakup shit It'll only get worse um, Cause you lied, how the fuck can I trust you When I'm done with this verse Everybody say fuck you um, Cause you lied and nobody can trust you You ain't said it loud enough Everybody scream I gotta go I made up my mind, won't change it, no I fallen behind, won't let it show But I had to decide I'm on the road, yeah I'm on the road, I gotta go I made up my mind, won't change it, no I've fallen behind, won't let it show But I had to decide, I'm on the road Yeah, I'm on the road
house producers in the game. He does a lot of ghost producing for your favorite house DJs and house producers as well. Um, so shout yeah. out to Chris Lake as well and his and his team over at Black Book. Um, but yeah, let's just get into it. This is the track of the week. It's called Word by Walker and Royce Word? and Vanessa. Word. Word. music and he's bought other artists music and he's owned their music for a point in time 
Um, and Prince is one of the bigger, he was one of the biggest proponents of owning your own music and actually speaking out against it. And those two had some shady ass deaths in my opinion. And Whitney Houston was also chasing that, that, that mark of trying to own all of her own masters. And she comes up dead. Um, we've seen James Brown. Uh, there, there's a little bit of skepticism about how he, he died and, right. you know, people searching for him. Then we got 21 Savage who just recently gets deported by ICE uh, after saying fuck ICE and fuck how the government is handling immigration and yeah. also coming out and owning his masters. And then the funniest, well, I think the funniest one, um, it's not ever funny, but it's still funny how the situation was handled was Chris Brown and him owning his masters after re-signing with RCA and doing a new deal. Uh, the shit was funny. I don't. They, they tried to pin him with some fake-ass shit, and <laughs> <laughs> it was overseas in Paris, and then he makes a T-shirt off of it. That shit was even funnier to me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Chris Brown uh, gets a new deal with RCA. He owns the rights to all of his previous masters. And I, you know, I, I sent you the article and I said, look out, they're going to do something to Chris Brown. Like, less than a week later, this fool gets put up on a bogus rape charge. I mean, they ended up letting him out of jail, no questions asked, after like 12 hours. But still, they put, you know, drag his name through the mud. And I'm not saying Chris Brown is not, you know, like Chris Brown is a great, outstanding human being. But Right, by any means. Just, <laughs> yeah, by any means. <laughs> However... However, it's just kind of fishy to me that he gets set up on a trumped-up charge. I'd be selling those T-shirts as well. That What did the shirt say? That bitch lied or something? Yeah, like the bitch is lying, something like the that. The bitch is lying. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> He's out there selling bitches lying. We don't condone rape at any point in time. No. That's, well, let's make that very clear. But there's also a point in time where the shit becomes too much and making up false claims, uh, that's fucked up. And <laughs> I don't know if that bitch is going to get in trouble, but at the end of the day, like, we, there, there's definitely some fishy shit going on when when you just announce that and literally within a week you're you're getting put up on a fake charge. And same thing with 21 Savage. Actually, his was in, uh, at the end of January. I said the beginning, so let me redact that. At the end of January, he had said that, and he made a tweet, and all of a sudden it, it's big news and then he fucking goes and, and gets deported of all things. And, uh, <laughs> and the dude is from England. Yeah. This is funny. Uh, <laughs> it is funny because nobody, nobody in the world, nobody in Atlanta knew that this fool wasn't from Atlanta. Like, you <laughs> yeah, know, pretty he, much. he's been, he's been repping Atlanta hard. He's worked, he's out there in the community doing work with the kids, teaching them about financial responsibility, things like that. Uh, so he's a big part of the, the hip-hop community in Atlanta. And somehow they arrest this dude from being British. Or <laughs> <laughs> fucking being British. And to come to find out, he's, he's, been, he's been in Atlanta since he was seven. So I, uh, I thought it was a little bit older, and actually since he's seven. So as a, as a seven-year-old and now an adult, you're not going to know what the fuck a visa is. Man, at that age, and, you know, shame on right. his parents a little bit for not for – not, renewing that shit because it expired in 2006 and he had okay. been there and at that point in time you know in 2006 he was just a he was still a teenager so it's not like he he could do anything about it he's a minor um yeah. so it it, it it was like it was set up to fail but then he's also caught charges after that um and some were dropped but he also had an additional weed charge that was uh also expunged from his record 
but they would have known then. And so that's what the funny shit about it is, is like, you know, if he got caught up then, why isn't that something that was picked up then? So it's because yeah. now he's a, he's a black millionaire, he owns his masters, and all of a sudden now he's getting deported by, by Trump and his team of the ICE members, you know, coming around and picking people up and shit. Uh, that, that's really just crazy to me. Yeah, he was definitely, you know, targeted in this investigation. I, I'm pretty sure ICE has admitted that he was the target of the investigation when they did, a, a, you know, announce the arrest being made their Super Bowl weekend in Atlanta. But it's obviously something fishy. There's a lot of dots that can be connected. Um, you know, I'm not saying that he was set up by any means. However, I just want you to think for yourself. There's a lot of dots that can be connected out there. You know, question this shit. Question the story you're being told about it because he was a minor when his visa expired, so that shouldn't be on him. Uh, plus, 2006, that's 13 years later, we're looking for this guy. Right. now. He's been touring the country, putting out songs, dropped the dropped the album just a lot in the last month, and all of a sudden this dude's a, a threat. Exactly, uh, and, and I, I think I think he just uh, I think he kind of uncovered and and said a lot of things that a lot of people are saying as far as how immigration's being handled in today's politics and with Trump and his administration. And now all of a sudden he's a target, and that and that's the crazy thing. And here on the antidote. <laughs> Y'all, we want y'all to know that this, the, y'all got to challenge the status quo because the bullshit is happening, and just because it seems like it's clear on paper, it really isn't. And as you just said, connecting the dots, none of that shit sounds legit when I'm listening to it, looking at it, reading it. Um, none of it sounds like it is, you know, something that would just was happenstance or any of that kind of shit. There, there's definitely right. some, some, some key things in the play in the background that we don't know about, but... Uh, we want you guys to challenge the status quo and really think outside of the box for yourself because there's a lot of things happening that you just need to be aware of and just think differently. So for artists, um, you know, and me specifically being one myself, uh, you know, I learned at a young age how to make sure you own all of your music, you send and you, you know, you file that with the Chamber of Commerce and uh, Congress and you send that shit to yourself to Washington and you can actually get your music copyrighted, uh, things like that. That way you can block um, these labels or anything like that going forward from fucking you in the end. And that's that's where a lot of artists are really struggling in today's age. It's pretty crazy uh, that all this stuff happens, but these guys who are at the top level are the ones who are actually falling on the sword because they're not only making millions of dollars, but that's also millions of dollars lost for these big corporations that are owned by Universal, Viacom, and all these other major, mm-hmm. major players of who runs a lot of the shit in the world today, uh, they're running it, and they want they want all their money, and they're going to try every way to do it. So just be careful out there, people, because that if you're definitely a musician looking to to grow and excel in your in your path, uh, keep those things in mind, man. It's it's a real it's a real situation happening. Yeah, and you know it's easy to fall into the trap when the label comes at you. They're offering, you know, they wave. $5 million in your face and you're ready to, to get paid because you've been hustling and, and struggling and, and working your way up, clawing your way up the game. And they give you this cash up front and you don't understand that that's for seven albums. You're, you're going to blow through that halfway through producing the first one. Yeah, hell yeah. Exactly. You know that's what I mean? 
that's exactly what, uh, you know, uh, I'm, I love Prince. Everybody loves Prince. Prince was a very big proponent of that, and he said that in multiple interviews that record labels and record deals are basically just a new form of slavery, and I would tend to agree in a sense that you are locked down. And I remember Black Thought saying that in, in one of his tracks in his most recent, you know, albums with The Roots, and it's basically signing that 360 deal is like signing your life away. And he talked about how he, how him and the Roots had to continue to make albums for the record labels, knowing that they're not going to see as much from it, and it's not going to help them in the long run of trying to set up their family for generational success. In a, in a, you know, being a black person in America, and these country or these 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 labels, uh, basically feed into the overall scheme of what we've seen from the beginning of time with America. Um, you know, we got to kind of rob to get where we get. And that's the same thing even down to the music industry. I mean, just the, the name Masters itself kind of invokes uh, slavery and racism and and those kind of thoughts, right? Like when you just hear that word Masters, what, what do you think of, you know? Yeah, someone being owned <laughs> or something. Yeah, so... Something being so, owned or someone being owned, for sure. Yeah, you know, and, and not to downplay slavery or, or the history of, of what's happened in this country by any means by comparing it to making millions of dollars off of a record label, but, you know, the record label is is making 99% of all the cash coming through from that album, and you're getting half of a, of a point, maybe, if you're lucky. Exactly. Cents Cent on the dollar. Um, that's yeah. The, <laughs> The whole Compared streaming, to what the whole streaming and everything else that that happens out there, you're not you're making a fraction of a fraction of what really could be made. So it's pretty crazy. Um, and more to come on those on those subjects, you know, in coming episodes, we'll we'll keep a watch out for that one because that's been an interesting topic of ours for for some time now. Is watching these guys. Um, shout out to Killer Mike because he also said, you know, kill your masters. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, so he he's also is staying in the same in the same breath as kill your masters is. Uh, you know, take take out that top level and and do everything on your own because at the end of the day, um, you know, you have more power than you think. Uh, so here at the antidote, we want to tell y'all, man, y'all make sure you 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 study and educate yourself because you have more power than you think. Uh, being just the, even the normal citizen in the everyday life uh, living in America, man. Yeah, and t- you know, before you get an opinion, try to understand everything about it. You know, down to everything. They they be lying about everything out there. <laughs> they be lying about everything. We got to trade. They be lying about yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they be lying, they'd be lying about everything. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, real talk. You know, we're all at war with something, and and there's definitely a war of of the truth right now going on. Like, don't believe everything they tell you about Trump. Don't believe yeah. everything they tell you about you know anything, any of it. Look, you know, try to figure it out. Obviously, we ain't got the answers, but we'll try to point you in the direction of when we see something funny, we're going to call it out. Exactly. So that's why y'all got to continue to listen to the antidote. I got angels running away. I got demons hunting me. I know pop with 25. I know Jesus 33. I tell death to keep a distance. I think he obsessed with me. I say, God, that's the one. I know she would die for me. They want a barcode on my wrist. 
to auction off the kids that don't fit their description of a utopia. Like a problem won't exist if I just don't exist. If I grew up without a single pot to piss and pardon me for venting, Congress got the nerve to call itself religious. Rich is getting richer. We just trying to live our life. Mama mixed the rocket with the sprite. They killed my cousin with the pocket knife. While my uncle on the phone, he was gone for more than half my life. He got out a year and then he died. I was on the road, talking to my father on the phone. Left the city when I was just four. None of them would get alone. Mama begging hippo when it coast. I was chilling with my niggas poop. Now they trying to take a slide. Don't mean shit to a nigga that ain't never had shit. Yeah, light don't mean. Distractions or waste of times I still go to social functions Even though I'm so anti No, I'm no Rihanna The court gonna throw it like Donovan Down a bit, I just been modeling My whole career as a park Was in studio monitor shaking I raised the apartment to bond over profit I made what I made in a lot Amount of time, the same amount of time you was watching So stop comparing me to people Know I am not them A lot of people dreaming Till they shit get shot That's life My mom makes it rockin' with the Sprite Kill my cousin with the pocket knife While my uncle on the phone He was gone for more than half my life He got out of year and then he died I was on a roll, talking to my father on the phone Left the city when I was just born, and I didn't get along Mama begging him for when it goes I was chilling with my niggas poop, now they trying to take his life Oh, 
all y'all niggas with that bare white. Well, I don't really fuck with that right there. I can make a nigga act up right there. But go and get your rocks off, boo. Nah, 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 I don't really do all that, but it's more for you. Come on. I'm far from a pimp, but I'm close to you. You're fucking with an old soul twice removed. My pops used to work up on them fighter jets. Maybe that's the reason I be through. Now who the fuck called me a player? These young niggas out here sweating for a pay stub. I'm a coach. I'ma teach these bitches how to lay up. Now most of y'all can't do shit, but all my chicks cook grits. Uh, I roll a spliff at the same damn time. You ain't live long enough to have a bitch this fine. <laughs> Now if you don't mind, if I call you a bitch, it's 'cause you're my bitch. And as long as no one else call you a bitch, then there won't be no problems. Now, if I call you a trick, it's 'cause you paid rent. And as long as you don't call it six, then there won't be no problems. Walk with me now. She with it, she with it. Keep it 300, I ain't even gotta hit it. She with it, she with it. All she wanna do is watch a real nigga winning. It. She with it, she with it. Look me in my eye, there'll be no sin. She with it, she with it. Got a whole lot of women, all of them with it. Yes, Lord. My mama said, don't trust these hoes, boy, be about your loot. True story. Now my mama told me that, why the fuck would I listen to you? Yes, Lord. You never go broke chasing riches, but you might go broke chasing every little stained gas hoe with a tongue piercing. Now, if I call you a bitch, it's cause you're my bitch. And as long as no one else call you a bitch, then there won't be no problems. Now, if I call you a trick, it's cause you paid rent. And as long as you don't call it the six, then there won't be no problems. Walk with me now. She with it, she with it. Keep it 300, I ain't even gotta hit it. She with it, she with it. All she wanna do is watch a real nigga winning it. She with it, she with it. Look me in my eye, there'll be no sin. Oh, I can't change my mind.